There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. I'm going to jump in real quick because we don't have audio, Dylan. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Can you hear me now? we can hear you now. I'm going to Oh. drop back out and let you start. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry, everybody. My mute button on my headset was hit. Welcome, everybody, to the Loyal Locals podcast. Happy Tuesday. Um, Andrew Dyer is out. I am going to be doing my best to fill in. Um, clearly, I have already messed up. Anyway, joining me today uh, is producer extraordinaire and the guy who knows what's up with the sound, Mr. John Cross. John, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, Dylan? I was doing great until about 30 seconds ago, so uh, we're going to keep rolling with it. Um, also joining us tonight is Mr. Kevin Joseph. Good evening. Good evening, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you all? Doing all right. Rolling through. Um, so, uh, reminder to everybody, um, we are live, so if you have chat... Uh, Or if you want to put something in the chat, go ahead and we will see it and we will do our best to incorporate it into the show. Um, so uh, just to start, um, this past weekend, did either of you attend any of the watch parties um, to watch the New Mexico game? I did. I went to the shop to go watch it. I I don't always go to the watch parties. It's usually a lot of times away games because of some of the other stuff I'm doing. It's kind of my time to relax and sit by the television and watch a game, even though I do enjoy getting out there. Um, but it worked out for me to be able to go to the shop. And there were probably about a dozen people there. Um, Did you get any merch not, at the sale not too they were many doing? locals. What was that? Did you get any merch at the sale they were doing? I did not. I went and I looked and I found one thing that caught my eye. It was a kind of a zip hoodie. It was white on top and kind of light gray on the bottom and it looked nice. And the first thing I thought was I'm going to get stains all over that immediately. Mm. So <laughs> I didn't buy it, I know but that I didn't feeling. really see anything else that, um, that caught my eye. I actually, um, just recently as a gift got the, uh, Tory green hoodie. So I'm I'm happy with that. Kevin, how about yourself? Did you uh, partake I in the sale or watch parties? I admittedly did not even get to watch the game. I Oh. was out of town this weekend in Reno for a bowling tournament. Oh. Um also RIP eighteen sixty eight. Um but uh, yeah, so I didn't even get to watch the game. I honestly haven't even gone back and watched the highlights yet. Well, um, okay, we'll get more into bowling in the lounge. Uh, plug for the lounge, How about stick you, around Dylan? after. Yeah, I watched Did the game did you at watch? Fair Play. Yeah, I did. I will pretty much always be at Fair Play unless 
I am out of town. Um, I have a good relationship with Adam and Shane, um, the owner and the manager there. Um, so I'm always gonna I'm gonna try and always be there to help make sure that goes over smoothly, uh, which it did again this week. So yeah, fair play's a lot of fun. We've been out on the back patio so far, um, but the weather has been good. It's covered back there. Um, so yeah, come out to fair play if you're in uh, Central City. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on, we um, coming up, we have uh, Tampa Bay at home this weekend on Sunday at 3 o'clock, I believe. Is that correct, John? I see 3 o'clock, on. yes. 3 o'clock. Okay, so keep that in mind. Um, I've already spoken to a few people who didn't realize it was a Sunday game. So Sunday at 3 o'clock. Um, and then we actually have the U.S. Open Cup uh, coming up the following week. Um, by any chance, are either of you going up to Seattle for that? I am not going up to Seattle. I I cannot afford, well, it's expensive pricey, but I really, I, as a teacher and just getting off spring break and coming back now, I really can't afford to be out of school the time that I would need to be out of school more than, than the cost. But it's pretty pricey to get flights and stuff this close to a match. I wish we had some time. I know you can't in a tournament, but I wish sometimes we had a little more lead time so you could get some better prices on tickets. But there do seem to be a few people in Discord saying they're going. Gavin, how about you? Uh, I'm also not. uh, I'm mostly trying to uh, meet out my my travel this year because I am planning on going to the Women's World Cup in New Zealand and Australia. Uh, which is a pretty big undertaking. So I'm not going to go as many other places before then. Except bowling. Except bowling. bowling. And that, that was Reno. That was easy. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I also won't be going. Um, I was very, very tempted. And in fact, I actually have to go to L.A. for work um, that day that the game is, which you, L.A. But um, if I hadn't had to do that, I probably would have ended up being yeah. sucked into going. Well, especially considering the fact, well, so I, one of my best friends lives in Fremont in Seattle. Um, so I would have a place to stay. And the, the game is at Starfire Stadium, which is like right by SeaTac, which is right. just super convenient because, it, I mean, SeaTac is nowhere near downtown Seattle. Um, right. But yeah, if I if I didn't have a work conflict, I I I don't know if I'd have been able to resist. And if we had been drawn against Portland, I one hundred percent would have been going. But anyway, we don't we can get into that in the lounge. Um, but I do like John said, there are some folks in the Discord uh, who I know for a fact are going up to Seattle for the game. So if you are thinking about it, are already going, making plans, uh, check out the Discord. Um, there will be some folks there you can connect with. Um, and before we get kind of off the open cup Seattle topic, I might as well plug it right now. We, for our next episode of kicking it with the locals, we are going to be doing an interview with Cameron Collins from gorilla FC, which is one of the supporter groups for the Seattle Sounders. So we'll be doing a live episode like we did with 83 United. And right now we, we have the schedule keeps changing just slightly, but I think we finally settled on Monday so Monday at 8 o'clock, coming up, so two days before the Open Cup match, we'll be doing a live pod with Cameron Collins. Um, so feel free to jump on and ask questions. We'll just have a little chat about supporter group culture. Yeah, definitely. Um, Seattle, the Pacific Northwest in general, but um, Seattle, 
definitely has a very rich supporters culture and rich supporters history. Um, so that should be a fun one. Um, I know the last episode with uh, uh, an opposing supporters group, Steve Tulsa episode. Yeah, that was a yeah. lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I thought once people started getting involved in the comments is really when it started to get like, you know, loose and fun. So, you know, if you right. if you have the time, folks, definitely turn up for the live broadcast and you can ask your questions and uh, it'll be a good time. Um, but anyway, moving on, um, we have a couple shout outs here. Um, first of all, uh, San Diego Loyal, the club on Friday, the 12th are doing a Harvey Milk diversity breakfast. Um, I, uh, I hadn't honestly heard about that until just yesterday. I think when they put out, um, put out this notice that John's showing here, um, are either of you planning on attending? I, I am not planning on attending, um, but they're supposed to be recognized and honored there. They're getting the Harvey Milk Champion of Equality Award is what the loyal is being recognized for. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I am stoked to see my club being uh, honored that way. I um, I appreciate the work they do and the, uh, the voice they try and give to communities. So um, I'm... I'm I'm honored to see my club uh, uh, respected in that way. I don't know. What about you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I like to see them in the community and doing, well, to not get too much maybe into some of the things from last year, but feeling like getting back to some of the things we were doing the first couple of years as a club. So um, I I like, it's an honor to see that they are being recognized by the community this but it's good to see them being actively involved which i feel like we we just kind of took a step back from that a little bit last year intentionally or unintentionally but just felt like we took a little bit of a step back so i'm glad to see we're reaching out to to all parts of our community absolutely absolutely um so uh, another shout out we have um, a locals member, Travis, uh, completed the 127th Boston Marathon in a time of four hours and two minutes and 54 seconds. Uh, this was just yesterday. Um, and so uh, <laughs> 26.2 miles in four hours. I don't know. That sounds kind of ridiculous to me. Um, but I know Travis had gotten a lot of support in the discord. Um, so that's fantastic for him i again i am blown away by that time um that's pretty quick have either of you ever like run a marathon or tried to do any like distance running kind of thing uh definitely definitely not um (laughs) running requires much more motivation than i have had in most of my life so (laughs) that's not happening i i was a runner for a little bit but never to that kind of extreme 3Ks, 5Ks, maybe just something relatively short. I'm not, certainly now, I don't think even walking, I might be able to complete a marathon. So um, props to Travis there. And for those who are listening on audio, you can't see, we have a picture. They've been shared in Discord, so you can go there and see them under the, um, oh, I forget which section it's in now. Um, But we have a couple pictures on the screen. And that looks like a happy boy completing his Boston Marathon there. Very, very proud of himself, as he should be. 
Um, and I don't, you know, I've brought up a lot of questions for me. I don't know if this is a common thing. Travis runs a lot of marathons. Does anybody know? I, I don't know if he does. It feels like we need to get him on a, a meet a local segment on kicking it with the locals and find out a little bit more about his, uh, his running background. I think that would be an excellent idea, John, get him on kicking it with the locals. Um, this is either going to make me sound like uh, totally uninformed or very well-informed, but I think you might have to qualify for the Boston marathon. I might be thinking of the New York city marathon, but I don't think just anybody can run the Boston marathon. So that is to say, um, I'm pretty certain this is something that Travis does with some regularity. All right. Well, see, now I'm more informed because okay, I've never had the desire be, to run that far. <laughs> I might be completely wrong about that. So I apologize to the viewers <laughs> if that is incorrect. Um, anyway, uh, one more thing um, we wanted to highlight. Uh, San Diego Loyal are hosting a 5v5 tournament coming up uh, on Saturday, May 13th. Um, it's actually the same day as the RGV game at home um, at USD. Um, you can save $50 if you register by May and you get a free ticket to the RGV match. Uh, the Loyal website has more. Um, this would probably be a lot of fun to watch. Um, 5v5 tends to be uh, you get a lot of technical, high-skilled players. Um, do either of you have plans to go down to USD early to check this out? I, I might go down and check it out. This kind of goes along, you know, I'm more with my age here, <laughs> like the marathon. I won't be participating in there. But uh, I, what I would like to see, and, you know, it's easy for me to say because I'm not participating, but I'd love to see us have a locals team in this 5v5 tournament. We have had a lot of talk on Discord of people wanting to do an indoor team or get something going in a league off and on, we've had talk and it's never happened. We'll see maybe if uh, this is a time we get some people together to compete in the tournament and and represent the locals. I have no idea uh, if there are plans to put together a team or not. I have not heard chatter about it, so that makes me think that there currently aren't aren't plans. I won't be participating, um, mostly because I'm not that good. So, you know... Yeah, I, I, my, my playing days are, are long, long past here. So, uh, if it was even just twenty years ago, I probably would be open to trying it. But definitely thirty or forty years ago, I'd be all over it. Um, but not, not anymore. But I, I am curious about going down there. And and like I said, if if especially if we get a locals team, it would be fun to go down there and do some chants and cheers for our locals team. Definitely. Uh, my playing days never existed. Uh, I did <laughs> about 10 years ago, play on a team for a short season with the dark clouds when I was living in Minnesota. We were not good and I am uh, large and slow, but it was at least a good time. There is absolutely no chance I'm going to participate in that tournament. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can round up some people on, on discord there and get a team. Yeah. Going. There will be chatter on discord about it for sure. Um, uh, rolling on though. Um, we have a game this weekend. Uh, we are playing Tampa Bay at home uh, three o'clock on Sunday. Again, that is Sunday, April 23rd. 
Um, Tampa Bay, a real historic team in uh, American soccer. Are you guys looking forward to this one? I I am looking forward to it. I, I'm excited to to play them. They're, right now they're sitting ninth in the Eastern Conference, which I don't think is representative of the team. You know, they, they've had three losses here in, in their first set of matches or three in their last five just here. So they've had a, a string of poor results, but I still think, you know, that's that is not a bad team. Like New Mexico that we just played. I think New Mexico is sitting bottom of the table, but they hadn't played as many games. But I think New Mexico is much better than their record currently indicates. And I, I don't know. It's always, I like playing the, I guess, what we all kind of think of as the stronger teams um, to see where you are and where you match up, right? And it's a game at home. I think even against a Tampa team that's high up in the table, it's our home match. I still think we should we should take that one at home, but I think it'll be a tough match. Absolutely. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> Tampa's been a really good team the last few years, and an organization that has been around for a while. You know, they go back to the uh, ill-fated NASL rebirth. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see them as far down as they are. I thought they would continue to be good this season. Um, you know, but it's very early. We don't know uh, if they're going to turn it around. So it should be a good game. And again, like you said, it's at home. Uh, I like the chances of getting three points out of it, uh, but I definitely wouldn't underestimate them based on their early record. Yeah, it is early. Um, Alan Underwood, who uh, of the USL show and two balls on the mic, um, likes to always say that uh, it's around 10 games that you really have an idea of what teams are going to look like. Um, and I think that that has rung true in the four years now, this being the fourth that I followed the USL. Um, so I think, uh, yes, Tampa has struggled, um, but they're a great team. They've been in the Eastern conference finals, I think three or four years in a row now. Um, this is probably a good time to plug bums breakdown. Um, Max and I just recorded tonight. Uh, so that should be out tomorrow or Thursday. Um, so if you are looking to get your fix of preview, um, we, uh, I think it's a good episode if I do say so myself. Um, we break down the upcoming Tampa game. Um, they are most recently coming off a loss to Charleston. Um, Augie Williams scoring a brace in that game. But Charleston has come on strong this year. They've, at least in these opening matches. Charleston has done an excellent job recruiting um, both players, but also they hired Ben Perman, who was the Memphis's coach last year. Right. And he is one of the best coaches in lower league soccer in the U.S., in my opinion. I'm going to pull up a graphic here that's uh, just from USL Tactics, their most recent rankings. And I'm curious what you guys think. They have us at fourth. Do you think that's fair for where we are? Too high? Too low? Kevin, I'm going to go with you first. Um, that seems pretty fair. Um, just looking at it kind of on a numbers standpoint, looking where New Mexico is, you go into New Mexico and get a draw, uh, you know, with the other teams surging a bit, you know, they're going to hop over you in these kind of power rankings kind of things. But, uh, you know, fourth is, a it's a pretty good spot, you know, still, uh, 
people are seeing that uh, Loyal is definitely a dangerous team moving forward. And then, Dylan, what about you? Yeah, I I, I agree. I think um, I think it's pretty fair. Um, I think any power rankings, um, whether that be John Morrissey's here that you have, or um, you know the USL website, or whoever else, um, power rankings in any sport, I think are are always susceptible to some recency bias. Um, but I think fourth is about fair for loyal. Um, when you look at the clubs above them, Sacramento, in my opinion, are the best team in the USL this year. Um, they are so solid. Um, Louisville, I don't know. They're a little all over the place, but you can never count them out. And Charleston, as we've alluded to, are absolutely flying right now. Um, so yeah, I think fourth is about fair. Um, I always say though, I'm happy to fly under the radar. I'd rather just quietly go out, go about our business um so you know if people want to underrate us i'm okay with that it's always better not to paint a target on your back early on absolutely yeah i um totally forgot what i was gonna say so i'm gonna pass it off to you dylan sorry just okay well that's okay feel free to cut me off if you remember um Speaking of the game, uh, as always, if you have a ticket you're looking to either sell, give away, if you are looking to get a ticket, um, the ticket exchange on Discord is always a great place. There's always at least one person looking to get rid of a ticket and always at least one person looking to pick one up. So um, that is a good place to go. Um, the uh, But also remember, if you're a season ticket member, um, you can swap your tickets. Uh, so best to do that sooner rather than later. If you don't think you can make it, swap it to another game, bring a friend, make another loyal fan, make another local. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, stadium setup for the can, game this Can I weekend? jump in for oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Go the for tickets it. real quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to point out, we, we ended up last match from best I understand from talking with a variety of people. We had we had several people in the ticket exchange who were trying to offload tickets to people, some even for free. And we had some people who were looking for tickets and they had each posted stuff, but people just like didn't get matched up. So I would strongly encourage, especially the people who well, I guess both, you know, if you're trying to sell your ticket and just as a reminder, we always do it at face value in there. We're not trying to scalp any tickets to our other members. So face value or less. Um, But, you know, double check. Sometimes people just do a quick post and just leave it and wait to hear back. And it seems like we had people who were willing to offload tickets and people who needed tickets and people who missed out on the opportunity to connect. So sometimes you may just want to jump back in there into the ticket exchange and double check, especially if you're looking for a ticket. And also, if you know you're not going to do it, try to get in there as early as possible, because I know there was a a flurry of stuff as we get within the last day and hours. And I know sometimes you don't know till the last minute, but the earlier you can get in there, the better chance you have of either picking up a ticket or offloading a ticket. And just to let everybody know, I'm going to be putting two tickets up there tomorrow. So in the Discord, so they'll be up there on Wednesday for anybody who's looking but just as a reminder try not to wait till the last second to get those up there if you can 
Um, I'm glad you brought that up, John, because I actually wanted to put out a PSA regarding uh, the ticket exchange because this has happened to me a couple of times now. Um, when you post something in Discord and say, like, I have XYZ tickets, please DM me. If that person is not your friend on Discord, which most of us, though we all inhabit the same server, are not friends, they go into your message requests and you don't get a specific notification about that. And I have right. missed, I realized this past week, a bunch of messages from the past week, month plus. And I feel really bad about it because people were, you know, trying to give me tickets, get tickets from me, ask me questions. Um, so if you are a person posting, well, this is just a good thing for anybody to check PSA, but especially if you're posting about tickets, um, check your message requests in Discord. Um, if you have questions about how to do that, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I can show you because I figured it out myself because, again, I missed a bunch of messages. Um, so uh, I think that that may have stood in the way of some exchanges this past week, though. Right. And then the last thing I would further add to all that besides checking and you know checking your messages is once you have made an exchange try to get in there and delete your posts so then people aren't filtering like oh someone's offering tickets and you go through three four or five people and like oh no i've i've already given them away so if you've done the exchange to help everyone else out if you can get in there as as quickly as as you can to go and delete just so to, to cause less confusion and help facilitate the actual exchange so people who want to get to the game can get to the game. I've also got another thing to add. Since we you mentioned being able to exchange your tickets as a season ticket member, uh, if you don't know which game you'd like to uh, exchange your tickets for, uh, you can actually just ask them to kind of put them on the back burner. Uh, I actually did this recently. I believe uh, Weston put it on the last game of the season, just added an extra ticket and said, when you figure out which one you want, we'll move it to that one. So don't worry if you don't know which game you'd like to add it to, they'll take care of you. Yes, Weston and Zach are fantastic in the yes. ticket office. Um, so always feel free to reach out to them. They will help you in any way that they can. Um, but for this upcoming game this weekend, um, for stadium setup, uh, if you want to come help out, uh, I will be there um, 11 a.m. at the circle in front of the parking structure. Uh, if you're not super familiar with what that is, um, when you turn in from Linda Vista, I think it is, um, and then you come to that initial circle where you can go to the top level of the parking structure, go right there, and then down the hill a little bit. And it's that circle at the second level of the parking structure right at the stadium entrance um, is where we meet for setup. Um, if you want to get more involved or you just find yourself with time on a Sunday, um, stadium setup is a great way to meet people. It's a great way to just get more involved with what we're doing here with the locals. So um, if you have the time, I highly encourage anyone who can to uh, come help out. Um, and sorry, then as soon as you're done helping out, you can head over to Coronado Brewing because that's where the pre-match will be before the game. So roughly noon-ish, that kind of gives time for the people to do the setup and then head over to Coronado. Um, but you know, you don't have to do the setup. You could just head straight over to Coronado. So 
noon-ish is when people will start meeting. We generally, for someone who maybe has never been there before, we meet out on the back patio, typically. Uh, although we have sometimes people groups that meet inside as well, but I would say the majority of the people meet out on the back patio and kind of all the way in the, the back corner. We kind of slowly start taking it over as more and more people show up. You can always look for the Tory green and orange and uh, yeah. you'll find who you're looking for. Um, so as John said, Coronado at noon, um, then, uh, for the March, people will be meeting at the fountain in the plaza outside the Jenny Craig pavilion at two thirty-five. The March will happen sometime between two forty and two forty-five uh, for our three o'clock kickoff. Um, so if you're looking to March, uh, that is the schedule you should look to adhere to. Um, this is, uh, for this game, it's a special event. It's the inaugural first responders match. Uh, this is taking place after the game. Um, it will be San Diego fire department slash EMTs versus San Diego police department. Um, they're calling it America's finest heroes cup. Uh, are either of you guys planning to stick around afterwards for that? Well, I'll be sticking around to film you and Max for the post game, so I may maybe for a few minutes as we Another... do that. It, it is early. Yeah, uh, it's an early to... kickoff, so I won't have to be rushing home. The sun will still be up, um, and this is a good chance to plug the locals' last call, which will be posted sometime after the game on Sunday. Now, um, Gavin, how about you? Are you gonna? Will you be hanging out? Are you going to be at the game? I guess first question. <laughs> I will actually get to make this one. Um, you know, even though it's uh, we have a lot of strange times for uh, games this season, it seems like. Uh, yeah, uh, this is the first I've actually heard about the special event, which is awesome. And yeah, I might uh, stick around a little bit and watch. Yeah, I also was not super aware that this was happening until yesterday, I think. Um, I saw somebody mention it. Um, but yeah, I, why not? It'll probably be a nice day, um, and then I can root against some police officers. Oh, whoops, I got political for a second there. <laughs> um, anyway, the post-match celebration, if you're not looking to stick around, uh, will be at O'Brien's in Kearney Mesa. Um, always a great time. They've always got a great selection of beers on tap and there's some good food in that parking lot too. Um, I personally am a huge fan of Rocky Rocky. I went there after O'Brien's last time might be looking to do it again. Um, and for broadcast, if you're not able to make the game, um, as always, ESPN plus will be carrying the game. Um, but locally, if you have cable, uh, the CW will be carrying the game. I think that's channel eight. Maybe don't quote me on that. Um, John, I, like I don't you... know. I'm no, okay. I, I don't have, I haven't had cable for almost 20 years. So, oh, wow. Um, I was an early, early cord cutter, so I, I have no idea what channel, actual channel, the CW would be. Okay, do you well, know, Kevin? I haven't a clue. I've probably <laughs> lived here less long than either of you and uh, have never really watched local TV. Okay, well. If you are on cable looking for the CW, start at channel 8, and if that's not it, go down to 1, and if you don't find it, then just start going up, and you'll get there. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I, sorry, One go more ahead, thing John. about the game before we go, we, we 
as always, do man of the match um, in the 70th minute. But I would also like to remind everyone that Second Chance Beer Company is our sponsor now for man of the match. And we'd like to thank them for providing the growler that we give to the players at the end of the match. So I just give them a quick plug there. Yes. Thank you. I know I had skipped over that. I meant to come back to it, but I appreciate you keeping me on check there. Um, yes. Big shout out to second chance. Um, I'm a big fan. I live here in North park. They have their tap room um, on 30th street. That is, uh, I spend more time than I care to admit at, but also they gave us the space to paint the first TIFO of the season. Um, so yes. huge shout out to second chance. Um, they're a very, uh, appreciated partner for the locals um, and we, especially with the growler um, big shout out uh, and there will be more coming more shout outs um, so anyway just to kind of wrap up here um, do either of you were there any missed questions I see I, it looks like people no, are just kind of so getting question, in the chat but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up Jerry Abaras here just a little shout out to our pub quiz team I got a Perfect game at Trivia Nights tonight. What is a perfect so game at Trivia Nights? Congratulations to mean? them. Does that mean they got every question right? I'm guessing. I'm sure Jerry will chime in here in a second and let us know. But yeah, Jerry, that's, please that's tell what us. I'm guessing it means. Um, well, in the meantime, while we're waiting for Jerry to elaborate on what a perfect game is, um, we uh, have plugged this a little bit already, but Bums Breakdown, uh, Max and I recorded a new episode today. So that should be coming either tomorrow or maybe early Thursday um, with the game on Sunday. Uh, that'll still give you a little time to get prepared. Um, we will also have the locals last call post game um, that will be recorded, but as usual posted pretty quickly there after the game. Um, so keep your eye out for that. Um, and then John also mentioned that we uh, should tentatively have on Monday evening around eight o'clock um, an interview on kicking it with the locals with uh, Cameron from Gorilla FC, a Seattle Sounders supporters group. Uh, John, did you have anything else you wanted to add for that? No, that's it. We're just we're excited to continue this um, series, I guess, that we're doing some of our interviews to reach out to other supporter groups. And I, I know it's not always the fashion to. Uh, Maybe have pleasant conversations with different supporter groups, especially teams you're facing, maybe like in the Open Cup. But we're trying to reach out and have conversations that are less about our teams and what our teams are doing in the field, but more what about each of us are doing as supporter groups and especially what we do in the community and see what we can learn from each other. And that's that's kind of the bigger push for this this idea that we're trying to do with with the supporter group line that we're doing. So we're hoping to get a few of these in this season. So this will be our second one. And um, I'm excited to talk to Cameron and pick his brain a little bit about some of the things they do up in Seattle. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, you know, like I said earlier, I think the Pacific Northwest in general, but especially Seattle has a super rich supporters culture, um, full of history. So really, really excited to hear what, what Cameron has to say. Um, but, uh, we will, uh, you know, carrying forward, um, we have the lounge coming up later tonight, um, where we kind of just dive into whatever topics, 
Um, I know we kind of have already brought up a few things tonight that we said we wanted to dive in further, but, um, you know, feel free to put anything in the chat. Um, we will be talking probably about the Gold Cup coming here to San Diego. Um, Golazo Network, I've had that on every morning this past week, so I have some thoughts. Um, Camden Riley's mic'd up video, is that the best piece of content that Loyal have ever put out? Might Probably. Camden Riley is a treasure. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Camden Riley and Balake Bodili are, are treasures. That's right. <laughs> um, so we will have it all in the lounge coming up. Um, but for uh, general SG news and information, uh, as always, the locals SG, that's the locals, L-O-C-A-L-S-S-G dot com has all the info uh, about anything you need to know, news, chance, whatever, registration, if you want to become a member, uh, plug for membership, uh, that's your place. Um, social media, Twitter, Insta, the locals, SG, the same as the website, just without the dot com. Um, but the best place to find us, as always, is the Discord. Uh, that's the best place for news. Um, but if you want to find each of us individually, um, Kevin, where's the best place for people to find you uh, on social media? Uh, best place is probably uh, either on the Discord, of course, uh, where I'm just listed as KJ, or I am also on Twitter where I don't post a whole lot, but I'm at Doughboy767. And John, do you have uh, any social media, anything you want to plug? Uh, about the only thing I have is the Discord, so you can find me at John Cross on Discord. And before I turn it back to you, we did get a response from Jerry. <laughs> the answer was yes. They got every question right at their quiz night. Nice. Very impressive. Very impressive. Good for you guys. I uh, I have never once done that in my life. So, well done. Um, well, uh, as far as social media goes, um, Twitter is really the only place I am active, uh, as long as that is still a viable platform. Dwill, D-W-I-L-9-4. Um, if you want to see me rant about soccer and or bike lanes. Um, but other than that, I don't think we have anything else. Uh, John, did you have anything you wanted to add? Kevin, anything you wanted to throw in? Nope, nothing on my end. I think we're good. All right. Well, uh, then all of us here at uh, the Locals, or Loyal Locals Podcast, excuse me, um, that will be it for us. But stick around. We will have the lounge in, I don't know, five to ten minutes, 845, uh, we'll, 850. We'll be going at nine o'clock. Oh, nine. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. then you've got a long break this week, folks. Um, so we will see you in about 20 minutes at uh, nine o'clock. Um, please stick around. It'll be fun. I think we'll have some good conversation. Um, so thanks so much for tuning in and, uh, we'll see you on Sunday at Torero stadium.